Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash relationship advice, where a guy tries to turn his Asian girlfriend into a hentai fantasy. I'm a 27-year-old girl, and my 27-year-old boyfriend asked me to act more kawaii in the bedroom. I'm Asian, and he's white. I don't want to shame his kink, but I don't want to be fetishized. We've been together for a little over a year now, and it's been going well. We met at college through a club and hit it off, then reconnected a couple of years later. He's always been really kind to me and gives me compliments all the time, and we generally have fun together. We've been quarantining together and have been doing a lot of passionate hugging, which I love, but it's been getting a little weirder, I guess. He sends me a lot of anime with an H and says he wants to try things out that are depicted in it, which is fine. But he's also been buying me outfits, which I do appreciate, and they're very much like anime-themed. Japanese schoolgirl, catgirl costume, etc. I know he's being more open with me, but it all feels kind of... gross. Like, does he want me to do all these things because I'm Asian? Anyway, the other night he asked me to act cuter in the bedroom and to speak Japanese to him in bed. I was really offended by this because while I am Asian, I am not Japanese. I'm Taiwanese and I was born and raised here in America. I firmly told him no and the night went on alright, but he was a little bit quiet afterwards like I had scolded him. I don't think he means anything weird by it, but I want to tell him that I am not okay with the things he's been doing, but also, I don't want to shame him for being more sexually open with me. I just want to feel like he wants to be intimate with me and not Asian girl number seven, if that makes sense. I don't know how to explain this to him, though. OP, I physically cringed when I got to the point where you said that you aren't Japanese. That is very disrespectful to someone who you're supposed to care about. That's not really you kink-shaming him, that's shutting down this weird racist thing that he tried to do. So yeah, OP, even though this is creepy and disrespectful, I don't think this necessarily goes into breakup territory. I mean, yeah, you definitely can break up with him if that's what you want to do because that's completely your right. But based on this story, it doesn't sound like your boyfriend was acting out of malice, it just seems like his kink got a little bit out of hand. I think if you have an open discussion with your boyfriend about setting clear boundaries in the bedroom and regarding your racial identity, then you could probably move forward from this. But if he continues to act like an overly horny weeb, then it's time to dump that dude. Remember, mess with the waifu, get the naifu. I'm a 35-year-old woman, and I'm expecting my first child with my fiancé, and my ex-husband is losing his mind over it. My ex and I married fairly young. We were each other's only partner and just simply outgrew each other. We divorced in 2016, and one year later I started dating my current partner. The only reason my ex and I are still in contact is because of our dog. We had two dogs when we were married, and during the initial separation, he took one and I took the other. He said he couldn't take care of the dog and he gave her to his parents without asking me about it, and then he said he regretted it and went into a rage about not being able to see his other dog. It ended up going to court as part of the divorce proceedings, and now I have to take my dog to see him one weekend a month. If you hadn't guessed by now, him being a man-child was part of the reason we got divorced. I've always wanted kids. He didn't, and he was way too immature and emotionally stunted to have kids with anyways. My current partner also always wanted kids, but was widowed young and didn't date again for almost 10 years after his wife died. He had been widowed for 15 years when we met. We started trying for a baby after getting engaged in December and ended up getting pregnant pretty much right away and our baby is due in November. I intentionally didn't mention this to my ex. I use social media very rarely, and we've chosen not to announce on social media until after the baby is born. On Saturday, we met up for the scheduled dog visit, which was the first time he'd seen me in a month. Because I'm fairly tall, it took a long time to actually look pregnant, and now I do. 
when I saw him, he lost his mind. He went on this tirade about how this was evidence that I was cheating on him and how I never really loved him at all because I let the first person who came along to knock me up. I was like, okay, wow, I am not engaging in this conversation. I'm only here to let you see the dog. Bye. So I left, and since then he's used blocked phone numbers to harass and threaten me. I keep blocking them as they come up, but I'm stressed and don't know what to do about it. We've generally had a cordial relationship before, but now I'm like, what the F? I should just say F this dude and F this stupid court-ordered dog visitation and never speak to him again, right? OP, you're partially correct here. You should absolutely not disobey a court order. But outside of that, yeah, you definitely should try to distance yourself from your ex-husband. Start recording every interaction you have with this guy. Eventually, if you have enough evidence to file a restraining order, you might be able to use that to get out of the dog visitation thing. I'm a 29-year-old woman, and my husband helped cover up his friend's affair, and I can't understand why I'm angry at him. For context, my husband and I have been together for seven years. He has a best friend, Liam, who's married to Eleanor, and they've been together longer than us. I've been friends with Eleanor almost as long as I've known my husband. I met her through my husband. A month ago, Eleanor called me in tears to tell me she found out her husband was having an affair. She confronted him, and he swore he would end things and focus on their marriage. Two days ago, Eleanor and Liam called my husband to ask him to confirm that Liam was going to spend the evening with them, and my husband said that he was. I knew that he was lying because we had plans that evening, so I confronted him about it. He got defensive and said that he was only helping his friend out and it wasn't a big deal because he only needed time alone and that Eleanor was too controlling. We got in an argument and eventually I asked him if he knew that Liam was having an affair. He denied it, but he's a bad liar so I knew that he was BSing. I asked my husband how long he'd been covering for Liam, but he refused to answer any of my questions. When I told him I was going to let Eleanor know that Liam was going to be with my husband, he got really upset and told me I shouldn't do that. We kept arguing over it, and eventually I told him that we should cancel our plans, and then he really could go hang out with Liam since helping him was so important to him. I ended up moving into the guest room, and I haven't really spoken to my husband much since. He keeps telling me that he doesn't understand why I'm so angry since it's not like he was the one having the affair, but I really can't look at him the same way. How do I explain to him why I'm so upset with him? Am I overreacting? OP, the word you're looking for is accomplice. Your husband is a cheating accomplice. If your husband still struggles to understand why that's a bad thing, put him in Eleanor's shoes. Ask him how he would feel if you were cheating on him and Eleanor was covering for you. Would your husband respect Eleanor? Yeah, I doubt it. I'm a 25-year-old woman, and I'm terrified that my 28-year-old husband has been having intercourse with me while I'm asleep. Now, I'm pregnant. For some context, I have a serious medical condition that requires some pretty heavy medication. It does a lot of things, including destroying my libido and knocking me out for long periods of time. My husband and I were married before I was diagnosed, and he supported me throughout my diagnosis and treatment. He's a wonderful man. We used to have a very active love life, and it's been a considerable strain on our marriage that I never feel in the mood. I feel like a terrible wife in this regard, and I miss being able to do what we both enjoy. To be clear, when I take my medication, I am dead to the world. You could blast a fire alarm next to me and I wouldn't wake up. You could pick me up and toss me around and I still might not wake up. Lately, I felt worse than normal. Really sick, dizzy, uncomfortable, etc. I went to my doctor scared that I might be sick with COVID, and it turns out that I'm pregnant. Five weeks pregnant. But I haven't passionately hugged my husband in at least two months, maybe more. I did not cheat on him. 
I wasn't assaulted by anyone anywhere that I know of. This wasn't immaculate conception. I told my husband and he was surprised. It's probably a one in a million chance that I got pregnant due to the medication I'm on and my condition. He was shocked, then excited, and I was just so relieved that he didn't accuse me of cheating that I didn't stop to consider why he didn't. It's been a few days, and I've been thinking about when I first started taking my medication. It was hard for him to adjust to me not wanting to passionately hug, and he used to joke that I could just lay there and watch TV while we do it. Or, and this is what makes me scared, he used to joke that he could just use me while I was sleeping, and that way I don't have to deal with it and he can be satisfied. He's mentioned this a couple of times, but he always lets it drop when I say I'm not okay with it. I've started thinking about all the times I woke up in the morning and had this uncomfortable pelvic pressure that usually comes after I have intercourse. My husband likes to be rough and I don't really mind. We were always pretty wild and bit or adventurous. Also, I've had bruises that I can't explain. I confronted my husband about this, about me being scared that he did this to me, and also why he wasn't surprised about the dates not matching up. He was angry that I would accuse him of something so horrible, and he insisted that I just misremember the last time that we had intercourse. The medication does play with my memory sometimes, but I remember the last time we had intercourse. I remember every time we have intercourse now, because I don't enjoy it. I don't want to panic. I don't want to talk myself into being convinced that he's been using me while I'm asleep, and I don't want to talk myself out of the possibility just to protect our marriage. But I'm terrified. This is the only possibility I can come up with, and if it's true, I don't know what to do. I've been heartbroken for a while over the idea that I wouldn't be able to have kids. Now I'm going to have a baby, and I'm so, so happy. But what if this baby happened because of what my husband did? That's a really awkward situation, OP. I think I would recommend setting up a hidden camera because that's probably the only way to get real hard evidence about what's really happening while you're asleep. I'm a 20-year-old guy, and my 22-year-old girlfriend who says that she's depressed cheated on me, but I don't have enough strength to confront her again. Last month, I got a feeling that something was wrong with my girlfriend, so I decided to snoop through her phone because normally she writes her feelings in a notebook app. That's when I found messages between her and one of her friends, a male friend to be exact. They were sexting about how much they wanted to passionately hug each other. I just shut down and cried in the bathroom for about an hour because I wasn't expecting all these messages. A week after that, I decided to break up with her without mentioning the messages and just tell her that I didn't want to stay in the relationship. And immediately she started to cry and beg me to stay because I can't live without you. She said this last part because I'm basically the only person that really knows that she has depression and the only person that's always there to help her calm down when she has urges of self-harm or a bad panic attack. I broke down and told her that I was sorry and that I wouldn't try to break up with her again. And that was a month ago. Today, I got the feeling that the sexting is still continuing, but I just don't have enough strength to try to break up with her because I just can't do it. Just thinking about her crying is enough to make myself cry, and I know that if I try again, I'm going to fail again. Any suggestion or advice on what I could do next will be greatly appreciated. And then OP posted an update. Oh boy, turns out I avoided a big, big bullet. So I had been planning to drive to a small river two miles away, and then I would break up with my girlfriend through text. But then my girlfriend arrived home and tried to talk me into going to a restaurant for a romantic date. I told her I couldn't go because I was busy. And she slowly went from telling me, There is nothing more important than this date! To her screaming and asking what I could be so busy with, and even demanding that I show her my phone. And I just lost it. I told her that I knew about the text with her friend, and that I knew she was cheating on me, and that I was going to break up with her. And she started crying, begging me for forgiveness. And honestly, I was close to repeating the same mistake as before until she said, 
Please forgive me. I promise that those texts were platonic. There was nothing real to them. I don't know why, but those words made me even angrier. I started to yell, and I told her that she needed to pick up her things and get out of my apartment right now. She then yelled at me that I couldn't just kick her out of her own house. I laughed and reminded her that I was the one paying for the bills for everything. After that, she told me that she was going to end herself tonight and it was going to be my fault. I just told her, not my problem, and she left crying. Right after that, I called her parents and family to let them know what happened. They were incredibly apologetic for what she'd done. And after that, they told me that when she enters their home, they'll punish her and force her to go to therapy. And that's it. For what I know, she hasn't gotten home yet. But as her father said, she always says she's going to end herself over the smallest things and she never goes through with it. Don't worry. I included this story in today's video because this is an important lesson. A lot of people will try to emotionally abuse their partner by basically saying that their life depends on you. They'll say they're suicidal or they want to self-harm and the only thing stopping them is you. This is just a strategy that abusers use to control people through guilt, so don't let it work on you. Also, since when is sexting people about how much you want to bang them platonic? OP, your girlfriend sounds super toxic and I'm really glad for you that you're out of that relationship. That was our slash relationship advice and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.